Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. It's Friday, so that means we're going to be joined by Chris Michaels in just a few moments. But this is a little bit different of a show. Imagine that you were on social media and you were looking at different posts and you found that there was somebody writing completely vile things. Things are rallying up, you know, a million people. 500,000 followers on this account. But when you looked at the profile photo, it was an image of you. Our guest today, her name is Courtney. I'm not giving her last name to protect her identity, but Courtney found herself in the middle of this exact scenario when there was tweets that were going out as Erica Marsh or at Erica reports. I broke this story back on July 2nd that it was a fake account. Well, I finally was able to catch up with the real face behind that account and talk about how she felt when she discovered she was being used for this vile content and how it has affected her life and what answers she would like. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. You don't know what they sacrifice. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans. This is going to be a fun, special little live episode we have for you today. I am joined by Courtney. Now, Courtney is better known by her image being shared out onto social media platforms like Twitter as Erica reports, but that is not Courtney, according to Courtney. So we wanted to bring her onto the show so we can find out a little bit more about how this all came about. So I'm going to bring in first my good friend, Chris Michaels. Chris, how are you doing? I'm great. This is going to be exciting. We finally get the backstory on all of this. I know we find out, you know, how she felt about all of this, you know, what was going on in the background when Courtney found out that her image was being used for an account that was trolling people, basically, and really just creating havoc in both liberal and Republican parties, uh, because no one really knew where this person uh, came down at. So I'm really excited to kind of figure this all out. Yeah, I hope she spills a lot of tea on all of this. Maybe. All right. Yeah, maybe what? Maybe what? Maybe no, not, what are you going to no, say? I'll save it. I'll save it. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you, you don't have to. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I like finding out what's going on here in your mind. Oh, no, my mind. <laughs> you, you don't want to know what's in there. So <laughs> I, I want to know if somebody really stole her identity and do we have any idea on who might that be? Mm, and I, I'm looking forward to talking to her because I was the first person in the country to break the story that it wasn't a real account based upon yes. this, but I couldn't track her down. I thought this was a complete AI image. So uh -huh. I'm super excited to kind of figure out what's going on here as far as, uh, you know, uh, within the situation of how did this all come out? I want to put up an image real quick. So you'll see here, this is the Erica Marsh that people know now. There is no such thing as Erica Marsh. So when you saw the teaser out on Twitter, uh, that was simply me saying, I'm talking to the person who's the real person in the photo. And so right. I say, without further ado, we, we just 
bring her on to the show. What do you say? I say, let's do it now. <laughs> All right, let's do it. There she is. Courtney, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm good. <laughs> Excellent. Hi, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. That's uh, Chris Michaels from the Last Call podcast. And that's Chi Chi, our show producer on Fridays <laughs> on his shoulder. Uh, so yeah. we'll have a good time today. Nice. So uh, let's start from the very beginning. All right. The very beginning is you uh, have a, a very modest social media presence from what I can tell. Maybe that changed from after the situation. I don't know, but you're on Instagram. So that's where I reached out to you and was able to say, would you be willing to do the show? Tell us a little bit about yourself. That's, that's kind of what I want to know right now. Um, well, a little bit about me is previously not normally now, but why my, I feel like my photo got taken was I used to be really photogenic. Um, so I posted a lot on social media, but as my life went on, you know, I became a mom. Um, I'm really into health and fitness. So I spent a lot of my energy on there. Um, not really in like to social media and posting as much anymore and probably not now since my pictures are being taken, but <laughs> Uh, yeah, I am a mom of two now. I'm married, and this is this is very odd that this has happened to just some random individual, really. Uh, what I have said before, it can happen to anyone, but that's really just all about me as I'm a basic American girl who's living a normal life, and I happen to go viral. I <laughs> so, so these photos that we've seen of Erica Marsh, this Erica reports, they are you. Now, I, you don't have to share all the details if you don't want to, because I know, uh, you know, my wife and my family have always told me never ask a woman her age. But I'm curious, how long ago were these photos? Because looking at you, I'm actually surprised because I, I believe these photos are a lot more recent than what I was expecting. So how old, how long ago were these photos taken? Uh, it's so funny that 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 photo was taken on my birthday, on my twentieth birthday. So your twentieth birthday, um, and you don't want to say how many years? That's fine. I I, I don't mind. <laughs> What's that? I'm sorry, you cut out. I'll, I'll be twenty seven in January. Okay, so those photos are from seven years ago. Now, where were those photos posted? Where where would people have found that? Yeah, I posted that only only at the time on my Facebook. Um, so. That's the destination where they were from. So you post these photos on Facebook and the two photos that are in question, uh, particularly, I just want to share my screen uh, real quick here. So that way, let me present and share screen. And here it is. So this photo here that, that people are seeing with the sweater on, where was that taken? Uh, that was in my hometown, Port Charlotte, at my grandmother's house. Okay. Wow. So you're at grandma's house and that shows up. And then this photo over here, I, hopefully I think everybody can see my mouse moving. Um, this is the other photo. And this is actually the one that kind of led me to think that I knew where and who was running your account. Wow. Really? Yeah. So I'm curious, where did this one come from? Uh, the one all the way up to with the uh, yeah, let me, uh, I'll highlight it for you. Give me one moment there. I don't have a dual screen set up right now, so I'm, I'm moving a little slow. Here we go. Uh, so this image right okay. here. Yes, that, that, that's also me. <laughs> okay. So it is that's, you just making sure. Yes. That's also me. That was taken at my church in the little gazebo in the garden. <laughs> oh, in the church. 
they're stealing photos from the church girl, Chris. This is not good whatsoever. <laughs> oh, so, so you have these photos they are put out seven years ago. This account gets, you know, close to 500,000 followers. When do you become aware of it? Well, I had, um, just a rough estimate. I kind of had uh, around, honestly, as early as February, I want to say, but more so in March is when most of my friends started to reach out to me that I had in grade school. Uh, so I hadn't talked to these people in years, but I was an active person in my school. I had many friends. And so when my friends were like messaging me, DMing me, uh, saying, is this really you? Like, why are you choosing a different name? Like, are you sure you would say this stuff? Um, <laughs> and I'm like, that's totally not me. That, that That's crazy. Um, didn't think anything of it. More and more of my friends around my hometown and the community were like, you got to do something about this. You're like everywhere. I had one friend um, who I still speak to a little bit this day uh, send me the post of the Washington post on yep. Instagram. And I was like, I knew instantly then I was like, the Washington post has made something, a post, a, a news article about me and they think it's fake, but that that's a real person. And to be honest with you, my feelings on it is I'm still waiting for the Washington post to even read my message to reach back out to me and yeah, we want to like set things straight with you. Not really like apologize, but I want them to reiterate their story because they've already published something thinking I was AI. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, and Chris Michaels will, will back me up on this. I told everybody that you're AI as well. <laughs> and so are there no AI images in what we just showed you? There's nothing that was tampered with. That's how you looked in the photos. There was nothing like filters or anything. Filters that I, I will come, uh, tell you that but, there were filters. But filters that you put on, not filters that somebody else put on, which ones? Uh, you know, filters from, I don't know, Stitch that you download yeah. from the app. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, yeah. so Chris, how's this, uh, how's this adding up based upon the shocker of how I reported the story versus how the story is actually coming to fruition now? Chris, your microphone's off, bud. Oh no, we can't hear him. See if we can get them back. Uh, nope, that's all right. We'll, we'll come uh, back to you in just a moment. Oh, there you go. There you are. You muted yourself. So my my response is I can never trust you again. You told me this was AI. I know. <laughs> uh, and not not only did I tell you that it was AI, I told nine point two million people on Twitter that it was AI. I was so sure of it because I teach this in my classroom, and so ah. Uh, so I'm thinking so wrong. I apologize to everyone. So I'm thinking that maybe whoever took this picture uh, or stole the picture may have done some alterations on it to give it like a digital wash or something like that to potentially make it AI. Or maybe the filters do that, you know? Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Like, did you have a public profile on Facebook? Yes. Um, it, it is viewable, I believe so. But... I don't think that's true, though, because when I went to tell someone who wasn't my friend along my cousins, you know, long lost cousin friend of whatever, I was like, hey, try to add me on, try me on Facebook. And they had to, like, 
they couldn't see much of my profile until they added me. So I, I'm really, I'm really not sure who got that photo or like who that even is behind that account. And it, it is, it is. Um, All right. Very. So very let me fill in some blanks for you based upon knowledge that I got. <laughs> In my life, for people that are tuning in right now, I'm, on, I'm streaming on multiple different platforms. So I'm on Twitter. Uh, we got two people just on StreamYard, but I don't actually promote StreamYard. Uh, thank you for the service, StreamYard. I appreciate you. But uh, we're on Twitch right now. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're, we're kind of doing all socials, right? So we have people that are tuning in. Unfortunately, guys, I cannot monitor all the chats. But if you have questions, the best place to put them is over at Real Greg Bolden. Uh, if you do that on Twitter, I will have Chris go over to my page and see what questions that you would like to have asked. And uh, we'll get those asked over the Courtney as well. So Courtney, my life turned upside down while I was on vacation in July uh, for the 4th of July weekend. D did you ever see my post? No. Okay. I, I like that. I'm, I'm only for the first person to report on Eric Mars. All right. You're, you, we're losing your audio a little bit, Courtney, so I apologize. But I think what you just said, you were very excited when you heard that I was the first person to expose Erica Marsh. So I did catch in between. That's the teacher in me when I'm in the classroom. I, I get what my students are saying from far away. All right. So I started doing uh, reverse image searches and I could not find your image anywhere which led me to believe that this is something that got lifted and washed, kind of like what Chris Michael said, or it was an AI image. And I started looking into the way different AI companies uh, work in order to create images. And so it led me down this path of finding AI and social selling companies. And I found this company that was located overseas. And this gentleman not only had two of your images uh, posted in his page, but the background image was of a very specific uh, field that is only found in Germany. And he had images of this field all over his personal photo site. So it looked very, very peculiar to me. So I decided like a moron to tweet this out like, hey, this person is not real. I repeat, this person is not real. You can find this all over the internet. People have saved it at this point. I took it down because I started getting de-amplified because of this. I had intelligence communities monitoring me. I had a bunch of stuff. The reason why all that happened, and I'm putting that out here because I know that they're listening right now, and I think it's important that they, they hear that too. I had people in Israeli intelligence reach out to me. I had people from the uh, Washington Examiner reach out to me. The BBC reached out to me. The BBC is like, we reached out to this guy that you, that you think is in charge of it. He uh, denies the accusations. I'm like, okay, I, that's all I wanted to know that he denies that he's involved with it because he may not be involved with it. The forensic footprint pushed back to his company, which is what I was pointing out to people. So what I was able to really ascertain was I sent this to that Erica reports account. And I was like, Hey, I have you, will you go live with me to show me that you are who you are? And they wouldn't do it. And then it started getting heated in the rooms between her and some other individuals or him and some other individuals until the account was taken down by Twitter, which is now X. Right. And so a lot of people credited my reporting that day for taking that account down. Um, but because the people in the background that were kind of getting exposed, there is more interest. I mean, I have some absolutely ludicrous things that came up in that to the point where I dropped the story completely 
until I discovered that you actually exist. And I was like, I got to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So has anyone from the media that reached out to you, I know CNN did a piece on you. Um, has anyone given you any idea of the forensic footprint that Twitter has? Because it's a verified account with a check mark right. to say that, you know, this is the person that they say they are. Has anyone reached out to explain that to you? No, hmm. no. Yeah. Ben, honestly, you know, I was really happy with Isabella when the story came out. Isabel, I'm sorry, correct me. Uh, when it came out with CNN, when she said, you know, that I kind of felt like I was being like pushed away, like into the wind. And honestly, now that you say that, like other like reached out to me, you know? Right. So it's I I don't I want it to really get like cleared up. Like I'm really not Erica Mars. And yeah, no, no, yeah. And when they put the piece on a uh, TikTok, actually on CNN, multiple and honestly, maybe what I said, I uh, phrased it the wrong way. Um, but yeah, I am a Republican. But just because I am one doesn't mean I would specifically say those things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like. I still wouldn't say that, even though I, I would vote red. So that's, and that's I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you about your political leanings. Have you ever posted anything political online before? Yes. Uh, during the Biden Trump. Uh, All right. And it sounds like you are a Trump supporter. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. That, that's fine. Oh God. I just got called, sir. Now I feel really old. Chris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. I, you know, it's, I, I get it. Um, we're, we're, we're both parents here. I got two kids of my own. Um, so this brings up kind of this part. You said you contacted the Washington post. Now mm -hmm. you're telling me they never responded back to you about the accusations that they use your image. And you're trying to say, I am the image. My name is Courtney. Please reach out to me. No one got back to you with the Washington post. Are you, are you saying that? Yeah. I, I, that, that is correct. And to give you a little bit more, I went into my own little investigation, like how do I reach out to the Washington Post? So I found out that they actually allow you to send in anonymous tips through via a, a chat um, app or WhatsApp. So I did both and I actually got a response on one of them and they just said, thank you for, uh, thank you for the tip. Wow. Thank you for the tip. Uh, how, how nice of them. Well, I have a feeling that after you just do this today, you're going to hear from the Washington Post. And the reason, yep. I, I think you will, because I, I actually had reached out to some people that had reported originally from the Washington Post. They weren't willing to go as far as I went in what I posted that day. Uh, but I have a feeling you might find that some individuals uh, start reaching out to you to get a little bit more information because of it. Uh, are you open to talking to people from the Washington Post still? Um, <laughs> I am. Yes. I, I just laugh because that's like my response usually to most things. But um, yes, I would talk to them. I think I would. I have like other like implications put in place that in order for me to talk to them, you know, I, so I, I here's something, here's something I want you to think about. So I did the Viva Fry show to release this whole thing about you. Now, Viva Fry, uh, he does a law show. He's got a law background. 
I'm curious, Viva, I know that you're watching this right now because you told me that you didn't want to be a part of the interview, but you definitely wanted to watch the interview. So Viva, I'm asking you, does Courtney have a legal case? You know, talk the Barnes. Does she have a legal case against X or Twitter for allowing this verified account to use her image? I mean, this is, I think, a huge ethical overstep. Chris, what do you think about that? Can you hear me? That's the first question. We can hear you. Absolutely. Oh, perfect. Okay. So I think it goes a little bit beyond that because um, how could this, I, what I would say is probably an intelligence op. How could they take her image and use it like that and just remove all the traces from it? So I think what this case would potentially do, if it was a legal proceeding, right? If they pursued it legally, Discovery would be kind of fun because now you can figure out who exactly was able to use her image, put it up there, and then this ultimately would probably give X and Elon the impetus to now do that verification that they wanted to, where you had to submit your driver's license or your passport along with other documentation to prove that you are in fact real. Remember oh, that story like that. that came out? Yeah, no, you, I don't like that either. You cover that so they may as use well. Right. They may use this instance as a way to push that agenda. I actually, uh, let me just say something real quick. I had something happen to me not too long ago where you brought up the license thing, which is just kind of made me think of something that happened to me, which is kind of scary. But uh, someone actually tried to recently hack into my personal things, email and things like that. Um, and inside of my email, I have had sent for documents and things like that, like a PDF file of my license and stuff. Um, and I had gotten, you know, my, you know, whoever I do with mail, I was able to get their cybersecurity guy and get them to like fix the situation. But the fact that Twitter says that you have to use your ID or, or verify who you are that uh that's a little scary you know thinking about what just recently happened to me and now someone had right viral with my photo right and th this verification is going to occur in a foreign country because the company that's contracted out with x is not in the united states so who knows where that goes <laughs> right it, it's not something fun to think about so wait can i ask you a question though Hold on, hold on. Before you no, ask sorry. the question, Chris, I got to ask you a question, Chris. So I just told you that people that claim to be from Israeli intelligence reached out to me. Where is the company located that is going to be doing the verification? Oddly enough, it's Israel. Hmm. What are the odds? <laughs> I would... <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. Ask your qu question, Chris. Sorry to interrupt. I just had to point that out. Where, at what point? Did you say enough is enough? I mean, because the one tweet that really just because I was I was sort of paying attention to Eric Marsh, that profile. The one tweet that really was like, you've got to be kidding me. Who, who would be dumb enough to put something like this up there is the no black person will be able to succeed in a merit based system. Correct. So when I saw that tweet, I, I thought the first thing, this has to be a foreigner running this account because no American would write that. Right? Especially if it's supposed to be a Democrat. So somebody somewhere didn't get the translation right. Was that a tweet that you went, oh, my God, this has to stop? Yeah. Yes, because when I had a friend send me DM in, on Instagram, that was the tweet that the Washington Post 
did a report on, you know? That was the major thing that this Erica Marsh report account did, in my opinion, you know? And I feel like the world's because it got 20, over 20 million likes. So. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. 20 million likes for that kind of tweet. And I mean, uh, now, what's up? I mean, it's, a, it's crazy that someone would say that. So I can see where and why it would grab that attention. Yeah. Now, did you have anybody on your side go, did you really say that? You're not coming to Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> no, uh, thank God, because my whole family knows that I would never say that. Friends of mine, I'm very clear on what I stand for. I'm an American girl. <laughs> <laughs> so has anybody else? Don't go ahead, Greg. This is absolutely uh, just mind-blowing to me because – this is the digital media that people are warning about between because look, when you talk about election interference, if you can convince somebody that you are something that you're not, and you become so popular that you have hundreds of thousands of people arguing over politics to the point where you have manufactured outrage, that is election interference at its very core, but it's being done in a way that we've never seen it before. I mean, the fact that they're coming on the Supreme Court, getting people riled up, the Donald Trump stuff, getting people uh, riled up, and then some of the comments that that account had made before really painted Democrats kind of in a bad way. It almost seemed like a foreign actor that was just meant to really piss people off on both sides in order to kind of create uh, chaos before the upcoming election, which leads me to believe that if this is happening to this account, we're seeing it all over social media. We're seeing plenty of people that are not what they seem to be. And it doesn't seem like there's any way to report that and get it out there. I'm, I'm really concerned about what I'm hearing right now. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys who said specifically, uh, you know, whoever did do this really knows what they're doing and how to, and what the people want or want to hear or want to see or what to post. Like they really, Knew what they were doing and um <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry this happened to you I, I have a video that i had seen and the reason why i wanted to share this with you today and i want to share it with my audience it came out about a month ago um it's because when i did locate you and i looked at your social media post i was trying to do a promo photo of you for today's show to put out ahead of time and there's tons of photos of your children on social media and yeah. my first question before I show you this video is, are you concerned after having your image lifted that your children's images could be compromised both now and in the future? And does that give you pause about social media at all? Uh, I would, yeah, yes, it does. I, You're right, I do post my children. Um, just because just like any normal person with social media, like they want their family to see, they want close friends to know like how you're doing. But uh, I can rest assured, I definitely am and have kind of since my, my daughter was born, kind of taken a step back from posting as much, definitely. All right. So uh, let, me, let me share this video real quick with everybody because this was really well done. And I've been talking about this on my show for a while about how uh, I think that people don't realize putting all this information out there, including myself. I've been guilty of it. I posted my children early on. I don't do it anymore, especially with my show stuff. You will never see my children in my official uh, show page with America Out Loud or in my private stuff with America Emboldened. Uh, but here's the video. I'm going to play this for everybody and hopefully you can hear it well. 
being that this is a podcast format, I'm going to stop the uh, audio that I had recorded for this show and insert this. It's a video that shows parents putting pictures of their children up on the social media profiles and then people using AI in order to manipulate that and create uh, images of the children that are not real, including mimicking their voice, having them call for help as if they've been harmed. And so I played this for Courtney. And then after the audio, I'm going to ask her for a reaction to it. But we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, you're going to hear Courtney's reaction to seeing the way that these individuals can now manipulate images. Hope that you're enjoying today's show, everybody. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden and my special guest, Courtney and Chris Michaels, here on the America Out Loud Network. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. America Out Loud dot news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud talk radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flu, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. I mean, this crazy video when you when you think about yeah. <laughs> I, I saw this uh, about two weeks ago it was get, kind of making the rounds getting posted and i was like wow um you know that's that's pretty crazy to think i so i just gotta ask you like i know for me that made me rethink things but then i haven't lived with the anxiety of people thinking that i'm somebody i'm not like have you been concerned going out to the supermarket or if you go to the mall that people will misidentify you <clears throat> Yeah, that was uh, my top concern when I saw <clears throat> the tweet about no black person will be able to succeed um, because, I mean, the reality of it is America right now is, for me, a place like if you're going to say something that someone doesn't agree to, like they don't mind approaching you. And mm-hmm. that is a fear. And honestly, that video really, really did make me think a little bit. A, a lot actually about like my kids and, and posting photos of them but right now even more so myself because my picture already was taken so I'm not sure whoever did take it if they are some AI genius but I 
it scares me. Like, I don't want them to be like, oh, the world found this girl. Like, let me mess up her life a little bit. Yeah. Has your husband been with all of this? I mean, I, I can't imagine too, like if this was my wife and I saw this, I know that I probably, you would not be able to keep me down. Um, yeah. I would, I would be raising high in hell water to try to make sure that I protect my wife. Has, has your husband had a reaction to all this? Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, at first he kind of was like, don't do the interview. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, you don't want people mixing up your words or making you sound like something you're not, or, you know, yeah, twisting up your words. But I did do it just because for me, I thought like, I need to tell people who believe this is Erica Marsh that it's not because I don't want anything to follow that into my personal life. Are, are you on Twitter by any chance? I'm not. It's the only platform I'm, I'm not. On. All right. So one of the largest Twitter figures, uh, really that's it, influencing people commented on, he's watching right now. And he says, wow, that's so crazy. So Ed Krasenstein, uh, it just, he's one of the Krasenstein brothers. Um, and, uh, he was just asking, he's like, he'd love to get you on a Twitter space to talk about this at some time. Um, the Krasenstein brothers, they do a lot of Twitter spaces. I've actually been on with them before in, uh, various topics. Um, but if you ever do get on Twitter, they would be another way to get Elon Musk attention because Elon, he really, uh, posts pretty regularly. Wouldn't you say, Chris, like he's on Brian or Ed's page, like posting little thoughts here and there. Yeah, exclamation points and all that stuff too. So yeah. I, I think it would be great for you to do that. At least you'd be able to get your voice yeah. out there and, and potentially clear your name. Yeah, clear. You know, it, it, I, and that, that's why I want to do this for you. It's it's an opportunity to clear your name for people to see your face and know like, hey, I'm not the person that did all that. And my name is not Erica Marsh. I have no affiliation with this. And I've been trying to get in touch with people to to help this whole situation out the entire time. Um, so I wanted to give you that opportunity and hopefully you feel that I'm being fair with you in questions and representing you well as well. My, my, my goal was not yeah. to twist your words in any way, shape or form today, but simply, uh, apologize to the people that follow me about what I got wrong. You're not AI, um, as well as own that, because I think in journalism and in independent media, what I do, it's really important for me to correct the record when I know that I'm wrong. And uh, I'm wrong on this one. I'm correct that it was a fake account. I'm correct mm -hmm. that I believe it's election interference on a scale of there's some question marks here. But obviously, I was majorly wrong that, that you are not who you say you are. Um, Chris, mm -hmm. were there any questions that you saw popping up anywhere? Because I've been having trouble managing both through this stream as well as questions. So far, uh, I have not seen any questions. Okay. Um, but, but I have a question. Can I go and ask the question? Are we good? Yes. Perfect. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I don't see any questions so far. Okay. So my question is this, was it the debates or Trump that you watched last night? <laughs> Watch Trump. Oh, perfect. So did I. <laughs> well, I watched a little bit of the debates today because who has or who won't, you know, wouldn't. Um, but just to see what, what they had to say, but I did, was definitely listening to Trump. Um, I do want to voice out there. Another thing is I don't want anyone thinking that 
it's actually me. And then I'm like, oh, haha, look, my name's not Erica Marsh because there was a few people who uh, had a comment section going on on TikTok that was saying how I'm just trying to get attention and I'm actually that person. So I'm going to clear it up again. <laughs> I'm not Erica Marsh. I'm, I'm really not. Never tend to be, never want to be. I want to stay red. I'm not turning blue. <laughs> no, I, I and, think that you've stated that well. Keep going, Chris. Uh, and one little last part. Do you have any hunches as to who might have done this or what mm. agency might have done this? <clears throat> uh, I don't. I really don't. I mean, I had okay. a... I had a funny little um, scenario, I guess, play in my head, but... Let's hear it. I'm curious. Well, I know someone who works for the news, I guess, and they do a lot of video and editing and things like that, um, who was involved in my family, who gave me the contact for... Um, CNN and I had thought that maybe this I'm really not gonna say any names so no um I really thought for a moment because they are trying to or have been not so in a situation good to a family member of mine that they were in with and I just thought they were like oh let me frame her sister now so I thought that it was this one person who gave me the contact to CNN but we all have crazy scenarios that run through our head, right? That, that, that's the reason why Chris and I have shows. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be an X situation. Like, oh, no. It's <laughs> you have a, a, a dusty X that's ch still chasing you. Mm, oh, no. So that's, that's really interesting. But I, I think there's a lot to all of this because, because somebody, this doesn't strike me as just somebody that was random that just took a picture that they found and then put it up and created an account. I mean, like you said, this person knew exactly what they were doing. They were able to put up posts that were completely tailored to, yes, thank you, Titi. I'm not sure if you hear her, um, that were completely tailored to what the trends were. I mean, this, this reeks of something that's extremely well-oiled. And uh, I did some digging on my own from the person that Greg found. And this person that was supposed to be aligned to you was aligned to a small business, which it was an energy type investment company. But to me, for an energy company with the amount of revenue it had, it didn't seem like an energy company. It seemed like a shell company. Almost seemed like somebody just set up an LLC or an S Corp or a small business to launder money through it. So when I see all this stuff, I'm going, this cannot be just some <laughs> some dusty X or something okay, like so that. Hey, that this Twitter account generated, like, funds? No, 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 no. So, yeah, so the person that, that um, may be aligned to that Twitter account, they were part of a business. And this business was supposed to be like an energy investment company. And you can find the revenues on it, just like any other company. Like you can look up any small business and find out, you know, who's on the board, how much money they generate, and what they did last year, and all that other stuff. And that particular company had almost nothing for what it was supposed to be doing. Okay. So it almost seemed like a shell company. Someone was running through the, the revenues through this company in order to kind of hide 
where the money trail was leading. You know, think of a Hunter Biden situation. Yes, thank you, Chi-Chi. So, really interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, I, I just, uh, again, I'm speechless. But th- there's so many ramifications I want listeners and viewers to take in here. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to continue to make this very clear. There is no individual by the name of Erica Marsh that was a fabrication, and it was not Courtney that did the fabrication. Do not start looking up Courtney to send her hate mail because she has nothing to do with this. She's an innocent mother, happily married. So also anybody, guys, you know, leave her alone. Don't be creeps or else my bold American people will have to come after you because that would be ugly and horrible too. Um, respect here. Uh, but in all of that, I'm thinking to myself, we're in the middle of another elections uh, scenario. We have Donald Trump who, um, Chris, did he end up getting uh, his mugshot yet today? I haven't followed too closely because I was prepping for this. I just saw that he boarded Trump one to head to okay, Atlanta so, or wherever so he, he's supposed to. Head he's to. going to be booked pretty soon. All right. Yeah. So um, we have Donald Trump who's getting indicted for the fourth time, getting ready to be taken in. We have a uh, GOP debate last night where everybody seems slimier than the next person. Um, you got people like Vivek Ramaswamy, who is working with big pharmaceutical companies, making them tens of millions of dollars. By 2011, he was worth $600 million, but he's got this really well-oiled social media machine. And then we get Donald Trump Jr. talking about uh, how they worked with DeSantis on his well-oiled social media machine and how he is not nearly as marketable in person as he is when you're cutting him down the clips. So I'm wondering, what is real? You know, we have shows like mine, shows like Chris's, all these independent shows. That's real. I believe in that. But I'm starting to think that all of the rest of the stuff, Chris and Courtney, we're in a world of smoke and mirrors right now. And it creeps me out. The fact that I feel like I'm more mistrusting of anything that I'm seeing after this. Me too. Wow. It is. It's fascinating. Everything is, has to be taken with a grain of salt. And so when you see all of these accounts that just have a meteoric rise out of nowhere, you have to start questioning it. You have to start questioning who the person is. I always message Greg on some of these accounts. I'm like, do another Erica Marsh on this. Let's see if it's really yeah. AI. I'm going to stop doing that now. Now that you, Yeah, apparently I'm bad at the AI yeah, section. Right. I'm, good at, I'm good at spotting the fake. I'm yeah. bad at spotting the AI. <laughs> so, so, Courtney... So I was going to say, Courtney, uh, my background is I'm a, a high school teacher uh, teaching audio, radio, video by day uh, okay. on the America Out Loud Network by night. I do a show five days a week, and then I do these live things as well. Um, I've been teaching about Adobe Voco years ago where they can take somebody's voice after just five seconds of it and re-replicate your voice. I've been covering uh, the AI trend that now we can type in, you know, generative fill and change your hair in a photo uh, without you having to get your hair done, put makeup on without having to do anything. You don't really need Photoshop skills anymore. You just need to be able to type in prompts. And so we're, we're increasingly into this world where uh, we're entering a matrix of what is reality and what is not. So I would tell you, Courtney, I would uh, lock down socials to private yeah. as you go and figure out, hey, Washington Post, 
Uh, I'm going to tag Washington Post too. I'm going to actually contact the person that I have over there uh, after this today. Uh, so that way, hopefully we can get your response and I'll reach out to you and try to bridge that for you. Um, but I would, uh, I would say try to get your social media life and house in order a bit uh, to protect yourself because I'm really worried about you. Um, amid, you know, whoever this individual is and now that they know that they're fake and now that you're out there, yeah. um, that just has me concerned. I just want to express that. And I'm sure Chris would probably feel the same way about that too. Yeah. And do you have any advice for people? Like you got kind of thrown into all of this. So really still shocking. I, I am really still shaken up about it. It's like, I feel like my face is everywhere. My face is on Google. I'm on podcasts on YouTube. I'm, you know, it's like, who's this girl? It's like, it's just really scary. You know, seeing yourself places and people talk about you when I don't know. It's just odd. And I feel like my advice, you know, that I would give to people is always have your socials on private, <laughs> you know, like really, really, I, like you're saying, we are entering a new world here with this whole AI technology. And, you know, when you gave us that example video, Honestly, I want to go right now after this podcast and delete my photos on my Instagram. I honestly kind of even want to delete my Instagram. Um, and for my Facebook, that is private now. So you have to add me in order to see any of my business. But um, yeah, taking down my socials to a bare minimum is my, my goal now. And I mean, I know I'm protected at home, you know. Um, but out there, I don't know. Well, I think that for the listeners, uh, keep that warning call. Think before you're posting, because here's a photo that got stolen from seven years ago. Innocent church photo, innocent photo in Grammy's backyard. Basically. Uh, I don't remember if you called a Grammy or my mom or whatever, but I remember it's your grandmother's. Um, and so, you know, there are people out there, unfortunately, that have ill intent. Um, not everybody is of light and of faith and of prayer and of good intention. And so uh, I, I think it's really important that people just be mindful of that, too. Um, and I, if there's anything that I can do to help uh, spread the word, uh, a message you need to get out there, I'm happy to do so. I would reiterate the fact that, you know, the Krasensteins are willing to, to put this out there. That's a way to get the Elon Musk and get his attention on this issue. And I think it's actually super important that you get Elon Musk attention on this because this was a manipulation of his platform at the highest security. He, yeah. She had a verified account, was paid for, was marketed as this is the image. And then after it gets removed, there's nothing done to apologize to you or to right. point out. But in danger of people who don't even believe me right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I'll be honest. I, I said to Chris before the interview, I said, you know, could it be that she really is Erica Marsh and not like, I mean, that's just the question I have to ask. Well, I, I blame you. Like I would ask the same thing. I mean, I'm questioning what other, you know, people, I'm sitting here thinking like people are not going to think this is real. And I, in that fact that probably, oh, she just is really Erica Marsh. And now she's saying she's Courtney. And now that Courtney is probably fake. <laughs> well, if, if you do like 3D chess on me and all of a sudden I find out like if it's six months from now, I wasn't speaking to a Courtney, <laughs> then I'm really going to be upset. 
<laughs> I know. I'm, I'm... <laughs> oh my, that would be that would be wild if it came down to that. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to keep your time uh, beyond this, Courtney. You've been oh. generous. Um, I'm going to reach out to you after the broadcast here. I'll email you, uh, try to get some information over to some individuals that can help raise some awareness to correct the record and correct the story for you. Uh, on behalf of journalism, I apologize that no one from the Washington Post, not that I work for them at all, but I apologize that no one got back to you because in, in, in ethics and standards of society, a professional journalist it's to do no harm. And if somebody knew that you were who you are and was trying to reach out, they did harm. They could have corrected part of that story. So I'd like to see them held accountable uh, as well and to issue some type of retraction, some type of public apology and correct the record in their paper and in their online as well. So I'll, I'll work towards uh, trying to get you in touch with them. But uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the real person behind the fake Erica Marsh, who's a fictional character from One Tree Hill. And uh, just make sure if you see her, uh, don't approach, just be like, oh, okay, well, that's funny. I now know the story. All right. View yeah. uh, from afar. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Courtney, I appreciate you being a part of the program and thanks for coming on here. Uh, Chris and I, we're going to continue the conversation here for just a brief moment and kind of taking what we all saw here uh, to, uh, Listeners and viewers, uh, once we get more information from Courtney and what she's comfortable with sharing, um, if she does want to have any type of public profile at that point in time, I would put out where you could find her. But until then, I'm going to leave it up to her um, and uh, let her tell her story. I think that's the, the most important part. But I just appreciate her coming on to the show today in order to correct the record for everybody. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Chris, that was wild, right? It was exciting. We finally got the whole story behind this. It's a little frightening. I mean, the, the video you It's you incredibly showed, frightening. The video you she showed. She seems so nice, too. It's like. I know. That's the thing. Like, there's a nice person <laughs> on the other end of this that could have their life ruined by a jackass who's having fun trolling people online. Like, that. I think that's the most upsetting part. Like, that could be my wife. Like that could be my wife with my children in the background that this happened to. And it is horribly upsetting to me. Could have been anybody. Could be me or you. I mean, we say, well, I already say crazy many, things. Well, that's what I mean. Like think of all the crazy stuff that we sometimes say, I mean, me more than you. Of course and, you, you yeah, are right. a little bit more crazy than I am. Absolutely. <laughs> a little more crass in some instances, but think about all that. Right. Somebody that had a real axe to grind could either could easily take our images, take our voice and then create something. And how do you deny it? How, what can you do? It's, it's not me. Oh, yeah, OK, well, you say a lot of stupid stuff. It sounds like you. <laughs> oh, there's got to be something. I think this is. So I think, you know, it's one of those things where never let a, a crisis go to waste. Right. And. Whoever did this, I still believe is part of an intelligence community or an intelligence agency or a contractor or something like that made to gin but, this up. I still think it's foreign, too, just the way they were wording it. The, the foreign side, I believe, is definitely uh, part of it. Um, I definitely think that this is early uh, ops on election interference. I, I, I really the forensic footprint behind that account really leads me to believe that way. But then 
there is still no answer from Elon Musk. And here we are streaming on X. So people tag Elon in this, like make sure that he sees this, put this out there, repost, because the way to try to get more information is if we get Elon's attention and Courtney can get out in front of that, then we can correct the verified system. Now I'm a little bit more concerned because you just sent me down a rabbit hole, Chris, with telling me about the whole uh, photo ID and how this could maybe usher in and use this story as a way to usher in the surveillance and for uh, my analytical data, right? My biometrics. I do not like that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, but I am, I'm, I'm this, this was wild. This was absolutely when, when she popped up on the screen before we started and going live, I had to keep my jaw from dropping. And it's very, you know, I don't get really nervous when you and I are doing the show or broadcasting, but I actually was like kind of nervous for a change because I was like, this is, this is bizarre. Like this affected my life so much. And here this individual is in the flesh in front and I never thought about like this affected their life so much and it was just yeah. a humbling experience. Yeah. It affected everybody's life. Imagine all of the people out there that liked and shared this Erica Marsh character and really thought this was something, you know, because social media is, is so such a bizarre animal. It's, it's a chimera between reality and fiction. And these people are so good at it. And I wouldn't be surprised if AI is behind it either. Some, you know, some kind of AI mm -hmm. program that, that alters whatever the posts were supposed to be. Now, you brought up a good point about lawyering up. Because mm -hmm. if you have a verified account using somebody else's profile, right? Profile you're picture. About to get, you're about to get both of us kicked off X after this, but continue. <laughs> I, I'm not necessarily, I'm not going to go down that road with X, right? Because okay. so, X allow i mean the verification process is what i mean there are plenty of stories where a, a, a verified account isn't really a verified account or shouldn't have been verified i've seen plenty of them but that allows her to figure out who made the account and where do they belong where are they from i think that would be much more interesting to go after those people for what they have done to her life and you know maybe you could dip your beak too and what they did to your life but really find out what kind of organizations are out there that do this kind of thing for a living. And who do they work for if they don't work for a government agency? You know, I, I, I'm sitting here thinking about discovery and I'm almost wondering if she took this to a lawyer and it got to the discovery part where they're like, all right, we need to open up the verified stuff. Do they just write her a blank check and settle? or would they really want to have that scrutiny on that system? That that's, that that's a big question, right? That's fun to think about. I don't think, uh, you know, they would settle, <laughs> you know, they would settle. Don't talk about this again. <laughs> your, kids, your college yeah. is covered. The kids call it fine. If you, you have another three kids. It doesn't matter. We're covering it all. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Th yeah, I, is... I don't know. I mean, that that would that's what I would be interested in out of a court case with that. And if uh, it, let's just say she goes after X, right? That yeah, she could get some money out of that. But that allows X to go after the the real perpetrators of all of this. Correct. So she could go after X potentially. She could go after the real perpetrators, and so could X go after the real perpetrators. 
that would be something that could potentially damage a whole lot of people. And it could change the digital landscape because now you're forcing whoever's on here or anywhere else for that matter, Facebook, now you really have to prove yourself. And it's like what you said and what I brought up. How do you do that? Are you going to put biometrics everywhere? Are you going to have that social credit score? Is this what we're really looking at? I certainly hope not. Because after your video, I'm really considering just taking down everything. I'll be a little mean. Right. Put up a picture of a kitten or something. That's the, that's, that's the lovable fuzzball from now on. It, it, <laughs> now, it, it's not, well, maybe not a cat. I'm not a cat person. It's funny looking at uh, people commenting on the uh, Twitter stream right now, which, by the way, we're trying to do uh, media a bit different. So I'll be going uh, live a lot more on X as well as all the other social platforms. Chris will be joining me uh, pretty regularly as well on these platforms. But I'm trying to create an interactive community where you can be on X, you can be on Twitch, you can be on YouTube. And no matter if you're on Facebook, whatever you can write to us right away and get answers as we have our guest on. Um, so this is going to kind of flip media upside down. Uh, if you've ever listened to my show before, you know that I've had people like uh, presidential candidate Jill Stein on the show before Pulitzer prize winner, Chris Hedges has been on the show. I had an exclusive sit down with John Paul Mac Isaac before with the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, so I, I bring in really uh, great guests on the podcast on the audio format, but I'm starting to concentrate a lot more on video as well. Uh, and Chris has been my co-host every Friday on that uh, audio podcast. We're moving over to doing more Twitter spaces, uh, bringing on guests, as well as doing a little bit more of these video contents uh, in the future. So if you like this, the best thing that you can do is to go and follow us on our social medias. And so in order to do that, we have the At Last Call Caravan. That is this guy right here. Uh, <laughs> Chris Michaels. So go give him a follow. If you're on X right now, uh, that would be great. And if you're following me, uh, you're probably already seeing this on X, but if you're not on X, you can follow me at real Greg Bolden, where you can follow along to get exclusive content as things go through. Um, wow. Chris, this has been awesome. Uh, really glad that you and I could do this today. Absolutely. And I look forward to, and so does she, she looks, <laughs> Oh, there's Chi Chi. Hey, Chi Chi. Yeah, now she's going to I should go. bring my dog on. I mean, that gets, yeah, you, you know, should. <laughs> people enjoy dogs too. So, yeah, do you want no, to explain who Chi Chi is to, to people uh, viewing right now? Chi Chi is, is the official program observer. She helps me out on my podcast. You can hear her, I think, on the last two podcasts I did. And uh, she's also uh, part of the security system around uh, this. this th there we go. Okay, so she's a little parakeet. And she's she's lovable and she's adorable and she likes seeds and she also likes to climb all over me. She's particularly fond of cleavage. Um, so she is probably making her way down there as we speak. Well, that's a good thing. I don't have any. So I wouldn't have to oh. worry about that with, uh, there with we having go. her be a part. <laughs> there we go. So so I like uh, let's do more of this. Let's do more spaces. Let's really get this up. Video, live stuff, interacting with people is possibly the best thing you could ever do, even if it's heckling. Yeah, you and I both have a radio background, right? We've both yeah. done FM radio before broadcasting. And one of the great things is when people call in on FM radio, you can take their calls. And so uh, me moving over to this format, we can actually get a room full of people uh, kind of questioning and bring things in. So uh, as we grow uh, with this, you'll be able to come in with us and be able to talk to us on there. Um, I just want to give a final promotion before we go right here. 
Uh, make sure you go over to the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels, available on all of your podcast formats, as well as you can listen to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, as well as all your favorite podcast networks. Uh, you can find my show. I got almost uh, at this point in time. I did the math, Chris. I think I'm up to almost uh, coming up on episode number 300 on the network. Wow. Yeah. And I, wow. I did the math. I think you could play my shows from the time I started on the network until now and hear my voice nonstop for about, <laughs> for, for about 14 days. I have 14 oh, days of my voice. <laughs> so I think I, I don't even know how many shows I'm up to. I'm trying to quickly find that, but I can't find it. Oh, well. So you do I, a sh- I'm, you've done a lot I'm, more than I have. Yeah, but my shows know. are a little longer. That's the difference. That's true. I try to go in and out, talk real fast, right. <laughs> and move on with my life. <laughs> I continue on and on and on with guests and getting to the bottom of this stuff. Yeah, but you're a lot more professional than I am. I, I run in there and say awful things and leave. Yeah, yeah, so we you, cur- <laughs> you curse. I don't. <laughs> occasionally, I don't curse very often. Just sure. occasionally. Uh, so we have to get back to. Um, yep. winners and losers of the week next week. Yes, we do. Because, so I'm uh, going to challenge you to two. Okay. Next week. Two. You know what? Just for the people that are uh, watching on all the social platforms. Yeah. Every week we do a winner and a loser of the week on our uh, daily Friday show. And uh, let's just right now pick a winner and loser of the week oh, right now. Let's okay. put Chris Michaels on the spot because I don't need any help. Oh, not help. this time. Not this time. Okay. So, I already have the winner of the week. Ah. I'm going to let you go first because I think we have the same winner of the week, and I'm going to allow you to not have to shave your eyebrows when people go ah. on, on these. Go ahead. Thank Who's the God. winner of the week? Thank God. So for people that don't know, we're going to tally up the person who got the right winner and loser of the week. And at the end of the contest, somebody's got to lose their eyebrows. So far, I am well on my way. I've already got yes. the appointment set You've to lost get these babies life. waxed. Um, my winner of the week, huh, see, this is a tough one because. It's between two people, so pick, uh-huh. well, because I'm going to pick the other one. Okay, I'm going to pick Tucker Carlson. And I'm picking Donald Trump. Right. And the reason why I picked Tucker Carlson is because he came out of Fox News and completely demolished Fox News's ratings. And he is doing something that, of course, the mainstreams will not do, and that is interview people like the leader of Hungary, interview people like uh, McGregor earlier this week about the Ukrainian war, and also interview Trump. Now, my opinion, I don't think that Trump interview was over the top. I mean, I think it was just just Trump in a way to compete with the uh, Republican debate uh but i think now it's over 200 million views 200 million views yeah i mean you you figure cable news only gets about 20 million if that 26 million best uh the the move over the x was the largest smartest move that tucker on x could do um that definitely would make a large um I would support you for winner of the week, except that I think it's Donald Trump. Okay, well. The reason why it's Donald Trump is simple. Donald Trump didn't have to go to a debate in front of a already crowded stage in order to get his public persona 
and his viewership out there in front of everybody. What happened last night on the stage with the Republicans that stood up there was an embarrassment to the GOP. There were no candidates that looked ready to lead our country. And if that is the best that you can put up, a washed up Christie, who is basically only there to be a buffoon and yell and scream at people and have one-liners, a DeSantis, which used to be like the top pick, which now people are starting to discover, oh, he's got some skeletons in his closet. Oh, he's not really the public persona. Oh, he has a really awkward smile when he's trained to, to smile at people. And then you got people like Vivek Ramaswamy, who we've now exposed as somebody who is not pro-liberty. He was pro-mask. He was pro-mandates. He is in bed with pharmaceuticals, GlaxoSmithKline, making millions. And then knowing that one Alzheimer's drug didn't work after four failed clinical trials, he sold it for tens of millions of dollars to another company and then walked away which tells me he's not interested in helping people. So the truth on all these individuals will come out, but it makes Donald Trump the clear winner of the week in my mind, because he did not have to engage in the games of politics that all these other people are having to engage in. That's a hundred percent true. And wow. Chi Chi is very exercised about these winners this week. Um, Chi Chi's agreeing with me. I hear it. I know she really is. Uh, (laughs) So, you're, you're 100% right. He doesn't even have to go on stage anymore. All these debates are about who's going to be the VP, unless he really screws up, but I don't think he's going to. I mean, 200 million views I mean, versus 81 million votes? I don't think so. Right. So who's your loser of this week? So my loser of the week is uh, very simple. Uh, it is Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the loser of the week for his behavior in Maui. If you didn't get an opportunity to see the video footage, we have a president who is carefully curated at all times with by handlers to do this, when this, go to the point A, then move to the X that's on the ground so we know that you're standing in the right spot. He went to Lahaina and he's joking to the dog about how hot the ground is, trying to make a joke. People were just incinerated on that ground. I've been speaking every single day to residents in Maui, residents on the island. I spoke to a gentleman who's going to be on the show next week, Spice Prince, who lost everything. He lost his store. He lost his home. Uh, He has completely had his life turned upside down. And they all tell me the same thing, that they are sick and tired of the political system here, especially Joe Biden and the Democrats. And now this is a typical red spot, but they are tired of the Democrats and they're being exposed in the behavior and the lack of immediacy in aid. The Joe Biden administration didn't send a mobile hospital to help people making sure that they had a place to live. The Joe Biden administration didn't mobilize FEMA in a way that was assisting the people right away. If anything, they threw up roadblocks to independent help. The Red Cross wasn't getting to the right places. And so Joe Biden failed the people of the United States. And as a result, he is my absolute loser of the week. That's a strong choice. My loser of the week is going to be the citizens and voters of Arizona. Because we came out with a story this week that showed that the border wall has been welded open. Because there are doors in that wall. So that you can open it up for for basically monsoon season. So all of the floodwaters and all the uh, brush and everything that gets rushed through the area on those floodwaters can flow through the area. So everything does not get pushed up against that wall. Those doors are now open. 
and they're welded open. So you can't even do anything about this, and they're just letting people in there. These are all leftover John McCain Republicans. Everybody in there on the uh, the Republican – not everybody, but the majority of people on the Republican side in Arizona, they think they are part of like a Trump-leaning Republican party. They're not. It's these leftover World Economic Forum Republicans that would rather see Democrats run that state than other Republicans. So my, my loser of the week are the citizens and voters of Arizona. There you have it, folks. You got winners. We got losers of the week. You'll be able to vote live on X. We'll put the poll up. Make sure that you uh, vote for me and my choices because I look good with eyebrows. Chris is going to look amazing without eyebrows. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> no, stop it. I don't want to lose. I mean, these things are big enough, but I don't need to lose them altogether. I mean, it was bad enough when we were doing audio only because people weren't seeing your awesome face. Now oh. they're going to see you without any eyebrows. It's going to be awesome. I can't ah, wait. Not to get micro needling. Have these just lines that go across. <laughs> you, you always look like you have an, uh, a surprise, a surprise look. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody we hope that uh we honored your time well here today uh with my good friend chris michaels we brought you courtney who is the face of erica marsh she had her identity lifted from a photo from seven years ago but she wanted to make it clear she is as republican as they come and she had no uh no idea when this account first started and once she discovered it it was something that she was trying to stop she still hasn't got a response from a lot of the news media and she would like to help raise this issue so we appreciate courtney's time today and hopefully you learned a little bit about your own social safety for both you and your family what you put out there publicly can be used in any way shape or form and I know this very well as a podcaster that my voice could be manipulated through AI and shared and Chris's could. And so we live in a very strange world, which is why I even think that doing the video like this is even more important now, but we appreciate all of you for being there. Like, and share this all that you can go ahead and send the follows. We love all the love and we appreciate bringing it to you all. Uh, I had a great time here today with Chris Michaels and Greg Bolden. We're signing off everybody. Be bold America.